two of the dogs were in her bed. And I was just mm-hmm. like, whoopsie. And they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, what the whoopsie? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of One Set. My name is Anthony Irvin. Glad to be back with you guys. And I'm glad to have my co-host here, Jim Green. How you doing, brother? Bro, I'm great. Uh, Man, so cozy today. Dude, is that silk? It should be. (laughs) It should be. Um, it may be, but it probably isn't, uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's all good. It's all good, man. But no, uh, I wanted to bring up because I've been waiting on this episode. This is a very special episode. Uh, you know, for me and Habs, and I'm not trying to make it all about me, uh, because this is cool for both of us. But this episode 32 is the longest uh podcast that I've been involved in. So I have now had a podcast that has ran longer than Table Talk because Table Talk stopped at 31. So being that one set here on episode 32 is the longest running podcast that I've been involved in and stoked to have it being involved with my best friend here. So well, I, I think it's important to acknowledge here and uh, that our friendship is 20 plus years running. Uh, and yeah. I am not uh closely acquainted are those the right words um i don't have a friend um that i've been friends with for longer ever um so i think it's fitting that uh you and i are sharing this milestone and I know that it's like, oh, it's fitting, fitting like the fitting sheets that you're wearing. Oh, it fits really great. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> man, it feels really good. Um, feels good. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> uh, but really, uh, thank you um, for all the years of friendship. Um, and I mean, Hey, we talked about doing this and, um, I think, I think what's important here, right. Um, is to share and acknowledge, um, our friendship and the longevity of our friendship, because any, anyone watching this, 
um, one individual watching this um, I wonder if they have a longer like relationship with a friend than you and I have um, right comment below if you guys are watching on YouTube uh you know, if you guys are watching from the YouTube channel, comment down below uh, how long you and your best friend have been friends for. And let's see if we can get a couple of people to chat down below and uh, see how many people have had, you know, the longest. Let's see if anybody's been as long as us or close to us or, hey, maybe we might get somebody as longer. Yeah. It's- oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, um, I know, uh, my oldest sister, um, raved about her and her one friend being friends for 20 years, um, Mm -hmm. at like the one, um, New Year's Eve bash that we had. And I was just like, yeah, um, hold my virgin whoopsie <laughs> <laughs> <Drink a laugh. laughs> yeah hold it behold hold it. it behold it but I was like you know um do you know anyone else our age that um has a tight friendship like you and I have nobody that comes to mind i mean i mean there there's people that have been together but and i'm sure people have been through a, a lot but just speaking off the things that you know you and me have been through just like i said we we've had our times like i said where we've been tight and then we've been uh, times where we haven't really talked for like months close to I think it was almost like a year or two we r- didn't consistently talk but then we just came back and it was like we like it was only like maybe a day or two we didn't talk and it was just like back to you know what like it like we never missed anything it it's um it's so fun right because I think about um that time where we didn't talk and I think about where we are now. Yeah. And I think about how, um, I struggle on the days where you and I don't talk <laughs> and it's not, <laughs> Same. It's not yeah, right. Um, and it, it's not like, Oh, I need him in my life, but like, Oh, thanks. Yeah, that 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 could have been taken really disrespectfully. So I apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, honestly, um, remember that one time that you had vacation? Um, so for those that are watching, uh, 
is it postpartum or like what's the word here? Um, after the fact, um, we recorded like what three episodes, like ahead of time, yeah, because your schedule, my schedule, um, but geez, just the amount that, um, I think that you, um, can appreciate and agree that we had so much catching up to do. Yeah. That it it's like this right now is like, um, sensory overload. Like I want to record four episodes with you right now. <laughs> exactly. There's so much to do right now. Um, yeah. But so um, for everybody that's watching and listening, whichever, if you're watching or listening now, uh, the last couple episodes, like Jim was just saying, uh, we had kind of batched a couple weeks because I had a vacation that I just got off of and Jim had some dance things. So we had to kind of batch some episodes and kind of do a lot of things within the week before my vacation starting. So we were kind of living in the past and you guys were seeing the future of the past or the past future, however you want to reference it. But now this episode is actually, you know, we're in the current situation of what we're, uh, we're back into, you know, being current, uh, with, uh, you know, the week that we usually really record and it gets put out that week. So, you know, we're stoked to kind of just be back in like in the rhythm of what we were doing, you know, so it, it was a it was a cool couple of weeks to kind of just be able to stay consistent and give you guys episodes because we didn't want to miss out. And we've been consistent ever since we've started this back in January of this past year. And I, I think that's been the best thing for us is to just keep that consistency clock rolling for us to just continue to be like, OK, even if something comes up and we've learned a lot from these on the fact that, you know, trying to have not only an episode that we record for that week, but if we can try to do like maybe two episodes that week. So even if we don't get out that one episode, we have an episode in the, in the bank. So if we have a hiccup episode, if I can't do something that week, or if Jim can't do something, something comes up, we can be like, Oh, okay, well we have something already in the bank. All we have to do is edit it and put it out for that week. Don't worry about it. We'll come back next week. So uh, we, we've learned so much more about being podcasters over this last eight months. Uh, and, you know, and, like, and I know I've been saying this to Jim a lot that I've been seeing so much progress with uh, him being so much more uh, comfortable being out with, you know, being able to just talk and, you know, just be more fluent where, I feel Jim should be saying that to me because as to me, I was that type of person that would not want to be talking and I would be the follower in that conversation. So it's uh, weird to have the reverse thing with that going, but we both help each other out in that, in those type of aspects, but it's good to be back being current with, with you, buddy. <laughs> and I uh, thank you so much for um, mentioning all of that. I think, 
we should rewind to episode 30 um, when, um, you know, sorry, edit. Me. Yeah. Um, but no, when you and I were uh, at Club 45 and you you were so confident, you were like, let's just go have a conversation with them over there. Um, it's so weird to me because I grew up in um, the dance world. Yeah. With girls that like I thought it would make sense that I would easily approach and just be like, Hey, what's up? Like, um, but instead I was intimidated. I was so nervous and you were just like, yeah, no, let's just go do. Um, and that's probably like, you know, your dad. Um, yeah. And (laughs) and I guess with that, (laughs) and I guess with that, it just, I, I got like a, thing of um because I, I, don't, I don't even think at that point we were going to you know like prom proms or anything at that point yet we were too young for that but like we had like the brookhaven dances and stuff which were like petty you know puppy dog dances and stuff but like i had in my head like what's the worst somebody can say is no so that was my you know type of thing to think of instead of being like oh well what if they do this? Cause I was, I, I still to this day have problems of thinking about what other people think or what other people are going to think about or say about me. But when it came to that, it's like thinking like, well, the worst thing they can, t- if you're, you know, just like, you know, asking, you know, you know, a girl or a prom, I was always nervous, but then I got to the point where I'm saying like the worst thing they can say is no. So I'm like, you know, then once I kind of got that through, I'm like, all right, well, that's the worst thing they can do. Thankfully, that's the only thing they uh, ever really did. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they never, it obviously never had any, you know, drastic issues. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I vaguely remember kind of being the one to say, like, we should just to go over and see what happens. But, uh but yeah, I mean, like I said, we we talked more about it on on the pod, uh, on the uh, the previous episode. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I um, you know, I commend you so Whoopsie. much. Timestamp, um, for just being able to speak in front of people because I can't do it. Um, I had to present an award, um, this past weekend and I was just so anxious about having to take the microphone and speaking in front of hundreds of people. Yeah. And it it was just like, I wanted to credit the student because of their quality uh, that they possessed and I wanted mm-hmm. to acknowledge them but the fact that I had to stand up there and be like <laughs> like, like I, I was so <laughs> awkward 
my godmother told my mom, you should probably write his speeches from now on. Like, it was that level <laughs> of, like... Gee, thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Chachi. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> but I was just so nervous, anxious, just everything. Um, but... Yeah, I'm getting better. I'm getting better at it, too. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I thank you for, you know continuing to give me the confidence to be able to you know say that i'm a good you know speaker because i've had numerous of people when i was doing table talk they're like you you sound like a natural at this like you it's almost like you can do like radio and stuff and i took it as a wonderful you know compliment i never really thought of doing radio and but uh and i never would have thought i'd be good at speaking because like you i hated public speaking I, I was never really good, but then put me on a stage with a guitar. I'm totally fine. And even then, like doing Calhoun podcasting, Tubbs. I feel it. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Calhoun Tubbs. That's where you're yeah, at. Yeah, that was. Yeah. And, and I'm still trying to find that video. And uh, I think I have it, but I just think the CD that yeah, was CD. Uh, it's like all scratched up. So I'm trying to repair it. I'd have to go and get it like repaired. I think I know somebody that can ho hopefully help me repair it because I would love to see that, uh, you know, back. So I have not watched myself do that act in forever. Uh, but yeah, like I, I think even podcasting has helped me be a better talker on stage and be comfortable, you know, in between uh, songs talking to the audience instead of just being like, okay, thank you guys. Thank you for the song. This is another song going another song or thank you. You can Spotify shameless plug next song. Like you at least find something to engage people with or have a small conversation with to let them know that you're up there and to be like, you know, I'm just not up here just playing music. You can talk to me. I can talk to you. So it's yeah, the, no, the I, podcasting I, thing has definitely helped me in that in that reign too. I think uh, ultimately it was, you know, you were able to um, duplicate. Um, you doing the Calhoun uh, Tubbs bit and 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 being like, I've been a success at being a failure. For over 75 years over now. Over 75 years. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you were able to get up there and be like, uh, I know that this isn't me, um, but so many people loved it. Okay. So yeah. let's let's talk about how you were so prepared and how uh, the people that we graduated with were so, like, over it only because um, they'd heard it so many times, right? Um, I put so many hours into practicing that. And, like, and I, sat, I must have watched that. I did. I I sat and watched that skit multiple times. And I think my parents are of witness to 
how much time because I think I may have done four or five skits in that whole variety show thing. Uh, but that one I put so much work into just perfecting it down to the guitar, to the voice, to the mannerisms he did, to every little like twitch or every little like n- like mannerism. I got like I wanted to make sure it was like somewhat uh like if you were re-watching it like you were watching it from and the only thing is I was like, all right, well kids our age may not remember in living color too much. And the funny thing was I had to cut one thing out of it because <laughs> I had to uh you know watch it back with my dad. And there was one part in the skit and I mean I'll say it here, but if we have to edit it out i'll edit it out because i'm not sure it's not really uh like a bad thing but um he was talking about um stefan wolf uh and uh i think the the line was oh and i used to play with stefan uh i i used i played with stefan wolf where i talked to stefan wolf and he played just like a white boy (laughs) and my dad's like yeah you probably don't want to go up on a high school stage and say and start saying that stuff (laughs) (laughs) so i (laughs) and so i had to cut that part out and so i just cut uh that little bit out and just went from the one thing before that and then did the other portion of that so again the only people who would have caught that is if they really knew the skit that I was coming from. But I think I've, I don't think it really hit with a lot of people unless you knew where this guy came from. You didn't really know it came from a living color, but like you just said, there were some people when I was doing it in practice and I was very, very nervous about doing it because I thought nobody's going to get this. And I wasn't even going out there for laughs. I was just going out because I wanted to do a skit. I want I wanted to challenge my I think it was more for me challenging myself to see if I can do something like that, because I knew I wanted to do the whole Hendrix thing. I knew I wanted to do like a skit of something that everybody does, just like a regular comedy skit. But I wanted to do something that I haven't done. And, and this Calhoun Tubbs thing was I'm like I think I can recreate that so you know uh when I first did it in like the rehearsals I think it was a bomb (laughs) (laughs) I think nobody laughed nobody laughed nobody got it and I thought Kaz was just gonna be like get out of here like you're (laughs) I thought I was just gonna be out of the whole freaking variety show and i think the second time i did it for rehearsal because i I think it was when like you were doing the skits like you had to just do it so many times and i think if he ended up liking the skit he would put it in the show so when i got the second time to do it like all right well at least he liked it and i think after the second or third time i did it then i started getting people to being like okay i think i get it now i I like that high-pitched laugh that you do and he was so they started catching on to it so it started catching on to people. And I think after like they listened to it a couple of times and I started explaining to them where it came from, then I think that's where it started catching on. I think um, not. I think um, because they tell you you're not allowed to write, I think, because no one void, right? Mm-hmm. I remember the Calhoun Tubbs 
skit more than uh what is it when cry mary yeah and I did a solo performance of Jimi Hendrix, uh, Wayne Cries Mary, because I took that as a very special moment in my high school career because I won a prize in the talent competition playing that. So I'm like, all right, well, that was definitely a defining moment in my in my like start of my music career, if you want to call it in high school. Um, so I wanted to do that. And thankfully, I was able to do that again. I, but yeah, I think a lot of people like the Calhoun tub thing. Uh, and they remember that more than the Hendrix part. And and this is the thing about the variety show is like, <clears throat> there are memorable moments. Um, I, I mean, uh, off air, we were talking about, uh, people right mm-hmm. um, but i remember calhoun tubs way before um you know wink cries mary and and not yeah because you're not talented that's not at right. all what i'm saying um but I, I i think that so many people that we graduated high school with remember you know, when they look back to the variety show, they look back at that specific act that you did. Yeah. And and, and I, I'm and I'm glad I'm I'm so glad that I did it, and I would do it all over again. And I think it just shows that, like, you know, the growth of me being like this shy kid, and like was always like the follower, and then like being up there and doing that. I don't think a lot of people expected me to go up there and do something like that. I think I was known as a guitar player, but I don't think people expected me to go out there and do something like that. So I, I, again, I wanted to try something that like would challenge me, but then also get people to be like, wait, who is that up there? Oh, that's Ant. Wow. I did not expect him to be doing something like that. So the shock factor, I guess, I mean, that was, you know, another thing that I was kind of glad that people, you know, saw it in that way that they were seeing me do something going out of my comfort zone and doing something that I would never really think about doing. I mean, Anthony, this is everything right now. Okay. This is, uh, club 45. You were like all over again. Let's do this. Okay. Um, I wanted to go on stage and perform and I was so nervous to do what I did. And you were just like, you know what? Uh, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just want to champion you. I want to congratulate you and I want to thank you for everything. Uh, because in the moments where you felt like maybe discouraged or not confident, you always just, you know what you did? 
you were your dad. You were like, <laughs> yeah. And whatever. You, you just, <laughs> you were you. And, um, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, man. I love you. Uh, and I, I, I just, love you too, brother. Uh, I'm so grateful to have you in my life and know, um, good things are coming your way and good things are coming my way. And, uh, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, crazy how little things that like when you're doing, when you're doing things at the moment, you don't really know what you're doing. Like you don't know how much of an impact it might make on somebody else. Like you're saying, like I would have never thought that it hit you in that type of way to know that like, you know, my little skit and thought of like, I'm just trying to make somebody laugh or I just did it to be like, you know, I just want people to know about this Calhoun Tubbs character because I thought he was funny and I think I can recreate it and hopefully get somebody else to laugh about it. But to know that it's impacted you to be like, you know, you just had this effort attitude to be like, hey, I wanted to go and do this and, you know, and it's like showed. So, uh, you know, and as, as much as uh, you, you thank me, uh, for being me, thank you for being you, man. Uh, I can't think of, uh, and, and this is going off of a lot of us congratulating each other on this episode, but, uh, I guess this is the friend, the, this is the official friends episode, <laughs> of our podcast because we've talked a lot about our friendship on this pod on this episode uh but i i gotta say uh just as many times as you you congratulate me and thank me i gotta thank you for you know just uh you know giving me i i guess you know a lot of that confidence uh comes just from having a friend like you by my side too because you know at the times that you know you know, we were hanging out and I knew that like you had people around you that I necessarily didn't talk to or they didn't talk to me. So I always felt like a third wheel with it, but you never made me feel like an outcast and I appreciate you for it. And you never really, uh, you know, uh, and I, I know we never really had like the like click type things. We never really I uh, got into like, oh, well, I'm Mr. Popular and this is not popular and this is that like we uh, we never really defined ourselves as like being in certain like levels of like, you know, high school popularity and stuff. We were just like, hey, I know this person and you know this person and whatever their type of, you know, popular is does not matter. Uh, but I'm just glad that like throughout all these years you know, we've been able to kind of, you know, learn from each other. And now we get to just document all this week after week. So it's been cool, man. And so I thank you for that. So thank you. Thank you. Um, There is just. Jeez, we talk about Mr. Davis. And we go back to, um, which we still got to get, try to get him on. 
would love to. So if if anybody if if anybody is watching this episode from our high school class and they know of any whereabouts of Mr. Dave Mr. Davis and they can possibly get a hold of him for us, please definitely email us. Once at pod at gmail.com. We would love to have him on. I'd love to have a conversation with him because again, for anybody who's been watching this from day one, he's been uh, you know, the creator or the the spark that started our friendship and the uh the symbol that started the the meaning of this podcast. So it'd be awesome to get him on here. Yeah, absolutely. We'll love that. Thank you. Uh, and anything before we sign off for today? Uh, well, I will say at the end of this month, now that we're in, in current mode, uh, at the end of this month in August, I am playing a, uh, a festival. Uh, the Del- Delco Quarantine Open Mic uh, that started back in the pandemic, back in 2020, we are now having our first annual actual in-person uh, music and arts festival on August 27th at Martin McGee's in Prospect Park. So I, along with 42 or 43 other acts, are going to be playing all day. It starts at 1230 in, in the afternoon and goes all the way till 2 a.m. Uh, there's going to be three stages with a bunch of bands and solo acts. So feel free to come out. There's uh, tickets are 10 bucks. I can link the information in our descriptions uh tickets are 10 bucks you can buy them before the show and you can buy them at the show uh so i will be playing a set uh a half hour set starting at 6 30 uh on the acoustic the acoustic stage which is inside so if you guys are in the area of prospect park or within the delco or outside of delco area uh feel free to come out that day it's going to be a great time because i'm looking forward to meeting a lot of people from the Delco quarantine open mic uh, page that we haven't all officially been able to meet everybody. So I have met a handful of people that I've, you know, been able to connect through the page since, but this is going to be a day where we're all going to be able to just be able to be in one spot and be able to just meet each other for the first time. So I'm looking forward to it. So anybody who's available, feel free to come out. And uh, it'll be fun. I'm going to be playing some original music that I haven't been playing in a while. And I I haven't had a show dedicated to just full on original music. So I'm looking forward to it. How about you, man? Is there anything uh, coming up in the uh, dance world for you? I know you had a big dance week uh, this past weekend, but. uh... Yeah, I mean, it's uh, apologies for that. Um, It's been wild. Um, like the past week had a really big show, uh, Mm -hmm. this past weekend. Um, so now everything is just like, well, it's like, uh, August, right? So it's just a matter of like getting into the cycle of the next season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool, man. Uh, 
I guess we can wrap it up here. Yeah. We're good. Yep. Well, thank you guys for, you know, sticking with us for another episode. This has been one set. Uh, I think we can probably officially say that, uh, you know, we have another social media account. We just recently started a TikTok. So you guys can uh, follow us on TikTok. We'll be, you know, posting some episode clips there, behind the scenes stuff. And, you know, as we get more traction there as well, we'll prioritize with those things too. But just like anything, you guys can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you know, hit us up, rate us, review us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Anybody who's watching from those, or if you have a recommended podcast that you listen to from and we're not on there, let us know. Let us know in the comments, email us, and we will do our best to get on those because we want to make sure that you guys are watching us wherever you can. So, brother. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers, brother. Love you. Love you. Uh, thank you to everyone that's tuning in. All the cheers, all the love. <laughs>